you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Seattle, we got a deal. (laughs) Go Hawks. Go Hawks. I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all to go to bed. Finally, we can go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) See y'all in the morning. David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Listen to three. Three sounds happy there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very happy. Late, Comfortable late sending messages night. from anywhere. Yeah. Late yeah. at night. With Sierra, his, uh, his wife right next. Who's on the a- pillow next to him. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Who is worth more money, Sierra or Russell Wilson? Who's got I've, the bigger powerhouse wife, Brady or uh, Russell? Oh, Brady. Brady by a long way. Is I don't think right? so, no. I mean, I don't not, think Sierra's that. I don't think she's hundred million dollars popular. I, I, I don't believe I don't, she I don't is. Know, I don't haven't. And I could be wrong, but her. I'm just you know my kids live in the world of pop music these days, and I don't hear them listening to a lot of that Sierra. She had a big hit that came out a couple weeks ago. Oh, she did? Yes. So she's back on the scene now. She's back on the scene. A big hit. There's a new album coming out later this year. They do have something called um, Celebrity Net Worth. Listen to to Handsome. Hey, listen. He is the Sierra Whisperer. I don't want to blow my own trumpet here, Dave, but I actually um, uh, traveled to Brazil with them. I was going to say. I got a sneak preview of Sierra's brand brand new hit. Um, Yeah, not... Not even close. Uh, but I, I would say that Russell probably is, um, especially based on his news New from overnight, is is probably um, the, the the main breadwinner. Not that you family. want to poo-poo a, a net worth of $20 million, but the man Did you go got, to Celebrity Net Worth? I did, yeah. Let's have a look at Dave Damashek, see what his celebrity I know it's inaccurate. Because it right. is on there. While you look and that up, hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by Zaxby's Famous Fingers, Wings, and Salads. We're looking forward to getting I'll over to that. Nashville, Tennessee. 
I'll yeah. take that, Dave Damage. Congratulations, Dave. It's a good photo, too, of you on the yeah. scene. Have, worth I know CelebrityNetWorth.com. Yeah? We're sorry to take this off the rails. No, let me know. I'm looking up Henry Hodgson now. <laughs> I don't think... Also, you spelt my name wrong. Of course wrong, I did. It's not going to help S-O-N? You, yep. Um, I'm not, not... Stupid English spelling. Not Scandinavian in any way. Oh, good call. Um, yeah, not on there. I'm not on there. Are you on there? I mean, you've got looked. money in your actual name. You let's see. Be. I'm gonna I'm gonna type Matt Smith in there and let's see what I'm. I, the one I always throw. Uh, uh, what do you know? I'm worth uh, north of nine million dollars thanks yep. to all my work on Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much that sounds right. That was a heck of a run. You know we had it was. On Doctor Who. Which, you were the uh, best. You're my favorite Doctor. I thank think. you. I appreciate it. Um, what sorry, if, much more popular in the UK than I am here. Yes. I yes. never really thought about that, but that's a that's a good point you bring up there. If if money were a failure financially, especially, I always float Champ and Boss Bailey. Right. That if they had wound up being, yeah. you know, janitors, it would be sadly ironic for them. Mm-hmm. Same for money. What if he yeah. what if he were impoverished? You know? Exactly. Thank goodness he's not. In I'll fact, die poor and destitute. Instead, he is a world superstar, TV shows, yeah. and play by play, and celebrating yeah. his 20th wedding anniversary today. Oh, yes. Muzzle that top. Is, thank you. That's fantastic. Well done. Appreciate money. that. Thank you. Um, yes. Tiger, Tiger stole some of the headlines, and so did Russell Wilson. But yes, 20 years of marriage. Muzzle tough to you and the missus and the the uh, the progeny, the, the two of you have yielded. Um, Plenty of football to talk about as well. We'll see how much. These are our best shows. People love these shows, especially in the offseason, because they prove that there is no offseason here on the DDFP. Thanks primarily to the man seated to my immediate left all the way from London, England. He is taking a year hiatus away from his one-time beloved Miami Dolphins. It's Handsome Hank. No time. No time for that. No time Not for today. it. How are you, handsome? I'm very well. You know, I, I couldn't be happier because I, I walked into the studio this morning imagining it would just be me and you sitting and, and you being a little grim-faced and money's here and he brings all the sunshine. I, well, I'm a little, I'm a little sour about episode one of Game of Thrones. We only have so many. We should get into that. What Do we have time for that? Five for what they put out on the Sunday? I'm going to make time. I'm going to make time for I th- you. I, if I were them, I would say, you know what? We didn't do a good job. We're going to add another episode. That's, to this season. That would Next be week. fair. What was with the cockamamie uh, bird? I mean, the dragonfly nonsense. Right. You what? know what, though? It did yield my favorite moment of the whole episode. The dragon? Yeah, the dragon eyeing him. You yeah. know, when he's when he's watching him do his business with the missus there, and you look over and there's the dragon. You know, I think anyone that has a pet has perhaps been in that particular situation where maybe uh, you're consummating the marriage or uh you know trying to yield some offspring and you forget the uh the dog or the cats there in the room and you happen to catch a glance and it's a very awkward moment significantly more awkward yeah. when it's a, a dragon that's very angry right. with you and, and disapproves of the action that's here's, going on right in front of it here's the thing to me the overarching um thing to keep an eye on much like the dragon was uh john snow in that episode is People are going to die and now and have already died, if you haven't heard on the show, and they're going to start coming back. They're going to be the undead and we're going to see these people again. Who will it be? Who among the living currently will be dead? And maybe it was cute that Jon Snow was making eye contact with that dragon. But how do we know that one that another dragon or both of those dragons ain't going to turn out bad, you know, turn an evil? 
Spaghetti behind the glass is our resident, and I'll do respect to handsome and money. Spaghetti is our resident uh, Westeros expert. He really is. He's he's all tied in. He read all the books. Extremely invested. If you if you um, are interested in that kind of thing, follow Eddie on on Twitter. What's, what are you, at still, Eddie Spaghetti? Uh, Edward L. Murphy. Edward, Edward L. Murphy. L. Murphy. Yeah. Okay. Everyone has Eddie Spaghetti yeah. or any kind of way to Eddie Murphy is a very popular right. Like handle people on it, so yeah, it's still at Edward L. Murphy. That's fine, but I would follow thing. Edward L. Murphy if you really, because he he's got some ideas about how this is all going to end up, and I I enjoy that. Yeah, I the actually, How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, ripped straight from How to Train Your right. Dragon. Him and uh, John Snow and and Danny flying through. I mean, what what was that? They needed this to is, do it. Don't they yeah. understand what's? Why did they need to do it? To show that John could ride a dragon because only Targaryen blood could ride a dragon. That's that's the point. It. But they made it to like a, it's it's a, it's it's filling in. I mean, it's like that whole episode. It's filling in some pieces yeah. of the puzzle so that you can say, okay, now we we those to, see uh, it's those settle. details that I wasn't that I wouldn't know. It's right. like five minutes later, you f- you found out his lineage anyways. But the, the thing that they didn't want to have was like if they're in battle and then Rhaegal, like his dragon was there and he just like jumps on and rides. People are like, hey, how did you how know did how to ride a dragon? Yeah, exactly. Rhaegal, right. his dragon. Oh, that's the name. Um, yeah. Did you know that handsome? I did. Yes, you knew. The Rhaegal dragon's was name was Rhaegal. Yeah, it's after his dad. You know what I, I got? The name. That's the name of his father. Here's my issue with it, though. That whole bit. The, the episode. Well, no, no, just that specific bit. Um, you know, it was a cold day. It's winter. Is here. Not it just coming. Winter's here. And she comments on how cold she is. You've you've been outside in the cold. If you ever ride your bike in the cold, it's twice as cold because you've got the cold wind sure. rushing at you. If you're riding a dragon in the cold, imagine how cold it would be. It would be like sticking your head out of an airplane at 50,000. Now your face should look a like a chapped idea. lip. Right. A, that, and B, like, take a hat. Mm. She, you know, if you're no. cold already and Sensible. you're commenting on the cold, take a hat. You've got to wrap it, like I say to my kids every right. time. You're going to get cold. It's colder. You may not be cold now, but you will be cold in 20 minutes. It's so going to be colder at 10,000 feet. It's going to be very cold going at 400 miles feet, an hour on the back miles of a dragon. On a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Wrap up warm. You want some mittens. You want a hat. You probably want a, you know, another layer or two Especially of when the dragon in front of you does the old dusting of the yeah. trees and, you know, launches some, some snow in your face when <laughs> you're going a couple hundred miles an hour. Can you yeah. imagine Handsome's little kids? Like, you know, they're trying to integrate into American society. And they're like, little, well, before you run out the door, make a hat on your head. You know. Well, that, that wasn't what uh, Mo Damashek said. Well, to, she to was, yes. But we've day. established that. David, get your hat on. <laughs> You're going to need to wear a hat today. It's cold out there. <laughs> that was his Texas time. <laughs> she, that was Damashek's time in people don't know, Texas. I lived, I lived in El Paso for, yeah, there you uh, go. for the better part of a decade in my youth, yes. Have you got your mittens on, Dave? <laughs> If you want to play wiffle ball with your mates, you wiffle must ball. wear a knitted cap. Uh, wiffle ball. Was there a was there a no, wiffle, wiffle version ball. of cricket? Because you can't play. It. What was it? Whiff it. Whiff it no, is what. There isn't really. Because you can't play with that ball and those sticks in the middle of the street like we couldn't with a baseball. You play with a tennis ball. So that you would use the actual yeah. okay with a tennis ball. Yeah. Gotcha. What we would do that it, too with the stick and stuff. Yeah. What but do the young people do besides wiffle? Change the world. Like for fun, uh, you know, like let's let's do a pickup when handsome was allowed out before supper. What did you go? Soccer would be the thing. Soccer, that would yeah. be it. Yeah. What? A, what Maybe I've stumbled upon a uh, a million dollar idea here. Right. Right. Because truly, wiffle ball changed our lives. Like when you were kids, and you could now have a pitcher throw a ball as hard as he could, and it would break, and you would get curves and sliders, and you could swing a bat as hard as you wanted to in the middle of the street, and everything was just miniaturized. Yep. 
Why shouldn't you have that for cricket? There for is the kids? There, there is a version of cricket called quick cricket. Okay. Um, which is played with like a plasticky ball. Only takes thirty six right. hours to play yeah. a game. There we go. Yeah, I guess there aren't very many pickup games of cricket, are there? Yeah. No, there are. Due to the duration. Yeah, but not that many. Yeah. All right. All right. Just spitballing here, trying, yep. to, trying to line good. our pockets a little good. bit yeah, of cash. Exactly. I know that uh, the subject matter typically is pro football here, but let's talk about another sport, the sport of golf. Matt Money Smith, an accomplished golfer I've been watching for my whole life. Him. What's that? You've been watching I, I have not watched specifically. <laughs> I like fact, to post you videos should, on YouTube. There's some punctuation in that. You're right. I'd like to see. Oh, no, I did see Money Swing once on video. It was very nice. You have a nice, easy. Uh, did I put it on video once? I think so. That is, it, I am described as having an easy swing. That is uh, not a lot of power in this body. It's a small body, so I have to uh, make do with good contact and good form. Well, it is the breakthrough story. For once, it seems that the headlines, even though uh, at this time of the year, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, it does seem like the draft and all the intrigue surrounding that overwhelms even those. But for at least a couple of days, Tiger Woods, the story, not just in sports, as a matter of fact, in the world. Be, it's being covered at the, as one of the top stories in world news that Tiger Woods did it. And I'm going to sound like the biggest curmudgeon in the world. When I say this, I wasn't as moved by it as apparently 98% of the rest of the world was. It was fine. I didn't care. I, I, Were you moved when he won in 97? Did it affect you when he won his first major, when he I won the Masters? I thought that was pretty remarkable. Yeah, right. I remember being struck and the dominance of it and everything else. But I just, I, I guess I'm, I'm older than you. But I, when Nicholas did it in 86, I vividly remember watching that with my old man and the back nine charge. And I knew it meant a lot to the old man and it meant a lot to see him do it. And it was so exciting. And it was actually, if you put side by side the shots on 16, the uh, the par three, the um the the where the ball lands for Tiger and Jack Nicholas, uh, you know, what, 30 something years prior is it's almost identical how it runs right up next to the hole and then stops about that's uh, course knowledge five feet short. Yeah, five feet below the hole. And they both uh, put it up. And that was when the birdie uh, and the place goes wild. I think it was 12 that Nicholas said he knew he was going to win because you saw both Molinari um, and Finau come up short. And Nicholas is like, yeah, that's. You know, if you've played the course as much as as, you ha as we have, you know there's swirling winds down there. And you either take an extra club or you pick a different line and you know what's going to happen. And those two guys don't know that. But he said as soon as he saw Tiger hit it, stick it, two putt for par, he knew, oh, yeah, he's he's got this this nut cracked. He's figured it out and he will he will coast in and win this thing. Where does this rank for you, Money? It's way up there. This is one of the most significant. Obviously, we have to remove our subjective rooting interests. If you can objectively assess these things in your lifetime, where does this rank for you? Let, let's let's make our list, sure. shall we? Let's cobble it together. Handsome well, sports moments. The greatest moments that don't have to do with obviously. I would put you know, you know. I mean, I think ninety-seven was a cup in ninety-one is right. Me. Yes, I'm saying no. I'm saying I didn't a collective. Win the I gosh, it's hard for me to rank them. I just, I just kind of have a, you got a, the 80 a bushel Olympics. of great. Uh, you don't great remember moments. that, do you? I don't. No. You don't remember that? No, it was taped. I mean, I remember waking up and I think it was in the paper before they played it or something like. I remember my old man talking Earlier about it. Earlier in the day, and I was yeah, right. I was like six, I think, when that happened, and uh, I remember it being a big deal. And I my remember dad freaking my, out. Mo uh, Mo Damashek picked me and my uh, chums up from Hebrew school, and we didn't want to go because of the game. And um, I think you could hear it on the radio, but you couldn't watch it till later in the evening. And she picked us up and she said. Uh, 
I know what happens in the U.S. versus USSR hockey game. Do you guys want to know? And we debated in the back seat for a minute. We said, okay, go ahead and tell us. And she told us, I think she did it in that dramatic way too. She said, USSR three, USA four. And we, ah, we screamed in the car and then we ran home and watched it anyway. That's number one to me. Nicholas, as I say, in 86 is in my top four or five at minimum, maybe even higher. And Kirk Gibson's home run in 88. That was, uh, yeah, I'm sure you don't remember that one, Handsome, right? <laughs> Minor, I don't know. I'm just that trying to think Matt emotionally. I'm trying to, to conjure up some memories of emotions. I remember the, because I, you know, the Lakers come back in game seven against Portland at the conference finals. Wow. Because um, I was there, you know, and I was just a season ticket holder. I got season tickets to the Lakers in 95. So, you know, that was on their way to their first title, and it looked like it was bust again. You know, they're down whatever it was, 14. And, um, the seats I had were right next to seats that were always given to the team, the visiting team. So we had these two dudes next to us uh, that were rooting for Portland. Um, and they were kind of, so anyway, we were, we're kind of having fun going back and forth with them. And they're kind of wearing some, some kind of, uh, you know, like a bandana around their belt loop. And uh, my buddy says, hey, the Lakers are going to win this game. And the guy's like, nah, ain't going to happen. He goes, how about this? They win this game. I take that thing off your belt loop. They lose this game. I give you a hundred bucks. And the guy's like, I'll take that deal. And when they came back and won and he had to untie that thing and give it to my buddy who put it around his head and just looked at him like he was Schneider from the Dukes of Hazzard or something was one of the great <laughs> moments. But that was a remarkable comeback. Um, Tiger in 97. Boy, I'm surprised by that. It was a great, that was a great one. I remember Shaq just being in a- there. In the fourth, that had to be... Because remember, there was the alley-oop from Kobe to Shaq, and like the whole place just goes crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was just something to be in the That's building. That's a pretty iconic moment. For that. I was at the Rose Bowl in 06 for the Texas comeback, and I was standing on the sideline uh, right next to... The, they bring the whole media down to the field in the final three, four minutes mm-hmm. of the game because the media is... You know, the, the press box is so high at the Rose Bowl, so... You know, and they place you. They say, all right, you stand here, you stand here. I happen to be standing right next to the Texas bench when the defense was on the field and Vince Young gathered his team and stands on the bench and delivers this speech of how they're going to win this game. There's just no two ways about it. It was just, I was, it was almost like I was part of this huddle. Um, so to see that comeback take place, just... This, you know, the, the breaks that, that went into it, the the lateral from Reggie Bush, the, you know, the fourth down call with no Lendale White or fullback on the field, uh, the Tings not taking the interception, but instead knocking it down, like everything that went into that particular college football game uh, resonates as well. Um, I, to me, see, I... It's fine. Well, I mean, obviously, it's uh, we're, we're debating what these are. To me, the greatest college football game is Nebraska-Miami in the Orange Bowl in 83, Bernie Kosar versus the mighty Cornhuskers with the Heisman Trophy winner Mike Rogier, who was hurt, and Jeff Smith comes in and makes a... On 4th and 10, how about this? 4th and 10, the season, the national championship on the line. It's 4th and 10, and the mighty Huskers are about to lose to the Miami Hurricanes, which obviously they they ultimately did anyhow. But on the last possession, Turner Gill throws a strike to, to um, Irving Fryer, you know, future Miami Dolphins and uh, Patriots star. He's on a hiatus. He does at the goal line all by himself. No, no, no one in the picture with him. And it hits him in the hands and it would have gone down as one of the 
biggest drops in history. He so, but then on fourth and ten, they run the option. They run the option on fourth and ten, and Turner Gill pitches it to Jeff Smith at the perfect moment, and he takes it down the sideline for. I think the game for the touchdown that put him down one and then they go for two, they don't get it. The Canes win it. And still one of the great noble deeds in, uh, um, in college football history, the Tom Osborne could have just kicked the, the extra point. That's what we lack, by the way, that, that brings me around to that. We don't need both overtime and the, the two point conversion. When you have the two-point conversion, what it allows you is those great ethical and uh, sports moral decisions. You know, I don't want to talk. I don't to think you. it's ethical, but I get your point. Well, it was because mo- morality went through my head, and I thought that's a little inappropriate yeah. when it comes to sports. But there's sports morality. I was uh, yeah. witness to two of them last. You should year. either go for it. Like it's shameful that we Air Parsegian went. You and I were together in London when when uh, Vrabel opted to go for it for Tennessee, and uh, three two shots at it, and uh, missed both, and. The uh, the Chargers were victorious. Then, of course, when Anthony Lynn went for it on Thursday Night Football in Kansas City uh, and got it, and essentially it was a walk-off. I think there were five seconds left yeah. in that game. But you're absolutely right. Like, those are going for two some of the best moments because it's one play. I mean, it's I mean, 60 it's, minutes it's, yeah. of sweat and blood, and here it is, two yards. It's a Horrible compressed kick, overtime. Era Parsegian yeah. in, I think it was 70? Or was it 66, Spaghetti? You're a Notre Dame guy. Do you know that uh, deep into the history? Parsegian's... Uh, number one with the Irish in Michigan State, I think, is number two with Bubba Smith being one of their stars, future star of Police Academy. Yep. I don't have to tell you that, handsome. And uh, and he kicks the extra one point when he could have gone for two. After that, like a man, you go for you. You act like a man when you're in that situation. You go for two with you 100 percent or shame the devil. And by the way, if it's in the last minute of NFL game and it's regular and it's regulation time, you don't kick the extra point to see if maybe in overtime we'll win the toss and maybe the other team won't score a touchdown and maybe we'll get the ball back and maybe it all work out. If you have a good quarterback, which most teams do at this point, you put the faith in him that he's going to win the game on right. one play from two and a half yards out. What the, what the, I can't imagine in this age of advanced uh, uh, metrics and all that, that that hasn't been determined by everybody. You, you inherently have the momentum in that situation. And whether you're a believer in momentum or not, you have just scored a touchdown and you have the defense backed up. They probably tried to, you know, spent a while trying to stop you from getting a touchdown. So they're a little more tired than they should be. And now's your opportunity to, to put the game away rather than give them another 15 minutes. Hank has not submitted anything yet. I, you know, it was a good what one, too. Got, ben hey. Johnson. What about uh, when Ben Johnson blew away Carl Lewis? Remember how big the buildup was? I was a, I was a big Carl a, Lewis fan. That's the difference. I you? loved Carl Lewis. Really? I just mean, love I, the long jump. The fact that he did yeah, it all, you know, the fact that he crushed it yep. in the long jump and he was also was a sprinter cool. like that. Uh, Carl Lewis was probably my favorite Olympian. Uh, plus, it was in my sweet spot <laughs> when I was a kid and <laughs> I, like I fancied myself a long jumper. A favorite Olympian. I right? Know. Well, you know, I, like the, the earliest Olympian I remember is is Bruce Jenner. You know, and uh-huh. and, and I barely re- I was a tiny child, uh, or maybe I just remember the legacy of. Bruce I remember Jenner him on theory. the Wheaties box. Exactly, I don't remember him actually. I think I think that's what it was. I think he was on the Wheaties box quite a while for a long time, like ten years. You still had Bruce right. Jenner on the Wheaties box, so maybe that's 
what it was. But yeah, Carl Lewis was kind of like the, I think the Olympian of, uh, of my childhood that, that everyone really saw. Cause what was it? 88 and 84, I think were Carl Lewis's dominant runs, weren't That's they? Right. So but 88, when he lines up against Ben Johnson of Canada, now a day or three later, we find out that he's juicing. And so they take the, the victory away from Ben Johnson. But in the moment when you were watching that, this was supposed to be some great showdown, Carl Lewis versus Ben Johnson and Ben Johnson smoked him and everybody else. It was stunning to yeah. see him just run away from Carl Lewis and the rest of the fastest people Linford on the Christie. face of the earth. Linford Christie. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I remember. Finished third. <laughs> How about it, Hank? Come on. You want mine? Mine would be. If this I, is some dumb cricket thing. I don't it's know not what. Dumb. What? I mean, what makes it dumb if it's cricket? Because I, I listened to your dumb. I, but mine wasn't per, thing. Mine wasn't personal. Mine was I was trying to be objective. This yeah, is the this biggest is moment. In this is objective to, mine to was people personal. people who money from was people who are from the country that I'm in. Okay, well, go ahead. And, I'm, and inter- I'm interested. I'm interested. Back from people saying I can't. So I have to. You're right. Too. One of them, uh, England and Australia, play each other in in cricket in a series that's called the Ashes. So this this dates back because uh, the first time that Australia ever beat England, there was a fake obituary written for English cricket, and then they burnt the stumps that are used for the game and the ashes are what they play for every time of that. England had not won the ashes since 1986. So they play each other every two years. England be better if it was like humans' ashes. And that would be that would be something. <laughs> and in 2005, England finally won a series, which obviously took you know, five test matches, so five times five days, 25 days worth of cricket, and England finally beat Australia in two uh, one in in the series. That was and that was genuinely the score was a, two to one after 25 days. Exactly. A series win. And <laughs> the it, hell is this thing you watch and that's participate no in? To a series in? Yes, it is. It doesn't take a month. <laughs> that's great. It doesn't matter. It was great. Twenty-five action. days. I'm and, all for raising the stakes. I, I what if what if the loser of this big match, this month long match, actually was thrown in the incinerator and those became the ashes going. <laughs> now you're forward. talking that's about serious murder. stakes. Spaghetti is going to say, here are his contributions, and I know what they are. Let me see if I can guess what they are. Tyree and the Giants beating the undefeated. He wasn't alive then. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. That That's, that's, that's up there, way yeah. up there. Yeah. He's going to say the Rangers in 94 as if that mattered. No. I, the, my, one of my I've least favorite one. things. My, one of my least favorite things in, in, uh, in, uh, about that Rangers Cup is when people from New York act, uh, acted as though there had never been a Stanley Cup until the Rangers won that dumb one against the Vancouver Canucks. Terrific. You finally got over the hump. How old are you, Eddie? Uh, 26. Eh, maybe too young. Spaghetti's going to say... I was thinking Layritz, but he's too young. Buster Douglas? Yeah, I'm for that. Too I'm young. going for objective anyway. I what, what was the biggest I, moment in sports history in our, uh, in our lives in the Scott last 50 years? Oh, that's not, I, didn't think that's, I thought Wide you were talking right. about that. We, you mentioned how you, know, you felt bad because you weren't feeling it. I thought your question was like, when you watch something happen, you remember your emotions well, that, being overwhelmed. Like, oh my gosh. It's the same. I can't it's the believe. same thing. No, it's like, hey, I witnessed this. I'm going to tell my, listen, there yeah, was this I golfer was who this. dominated golf and none of us thought he was ever going to win a tournament again, What's let the greatest alone another sporting major. event you've seen? I think it's the same question, isn't it? It's the same, uh, you know, you, I, I would say the 80 Olympics, be, you know, the U.S. Right. beating the Soviets is still number one after everything that's come after it. But I think that's why the Rangers Cup doesn't resonate with him. He was too young. You know, you're too, I think you got to be at least probably eight, nine, yeah, ten eight, years nine, old ten years to years be able to. My point about that one, that was a little overrated. People in New York yeah. carried on like, uh, I don't know. What That's like the, one of the biggest deals in 
New York is like that cup. I'd say the Yank, the Subway Series, uh, Yankees over Mets, and I guess the first Giants one is probably the ones that people talk about the most. I would personally, I would say the Rangers, the cup they lost, just from the memories from that whole every series and how the whole like you know all of Staten Island kind of banded together, all the, the real hockey diehards come out and like everything is like where you're watching the game, like who's coming, like everyone was just together and you would just become friends like these locals at bars and restaurants because you'd be watching the game like standing at a that TV. is fun, um, that is great fun. Wait, the blue shirts are most popular in the. At the most popular borough is Staten Island. Um, I mean, well, you, when you get on like Brooklyn and Queens, it, that's more of like Islander oh, territory. Islanders, so yeah, yeah. and then Jersey obviously is where like the Devils are. So and then the Manhattan is just too many. Like it's just a mix of people. So Staten Island is a pretty good strong, uh, you know, uh, Rangers hmm. uh, fan base there. I would imagine. Uh, I don't know if Hank was there, but the two of you were there, uh, being at the Coliseum for Chiefs Rams Monday night. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. awesome. I mean that. That was great. Freaking electric greatest, atmosphere. Greatest are we with awesome regular from season it? game? Greatest regular season game of all time. What's the mi- what, so? What is the? I mean, it's away? in the conversation, right? What's the tiger? It, so tiger for you, money vaults past Nicholas in '86 is the greatest golf moment ever. <sighs> it's just different, you know. I watched Nicholas in '86 with my old man, and my uncle Ray was a big Tom Watson fan, and you know, like and Norman, of course, was kind of like the bad guy because he was an Aussie. So like, there's that involved. And there's Sergio so many emotions. was out there too. Yeah, so it's just it's uh. Yeah, I think so. Just because Tiger in 97 was so freaking huge. I mean, it changed golf completely. Uh, And to think that we were never going to get to experience that feeling again, and yet here we are, was pretty awesome. Women's World Cup? (laughs) What about Cubs Game 7? I was already out on the Cubs by then. Um, I'll tell you, though, I think I'm my, going global, though. I'm not talking about how it impacts. I'm saying as, as you look cool. back, you're if you have to make a list never, of the 10 you're not biggest going sporting events. I'm t- I absolutely am. You you're definitely gonna, aren't because no one in the rest of the world knows about at least four of the things that you've mentioned. What are you talking about? Well, how, how dare you? What's the biggest NFL moment then? The Immaculate Reception. That was a big one. Now, I, I w- was it the Eagles winning the Super Bowl? Was it, um, you know, uh, uh, the I mean, what 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 rivals what we saw from Tiger? I mean, there's a little bit of recency bias. But if you just think of the exchange um, between the Patriots and the Seahawks yeah, at the that, end of that, that the fact that you convert a fourth down, that you have this giant completion on the sideline, you are in place and it looks like you're going to slay that dragon and win that game. Improbable circumstances, right? And then, oh, no, it's, it's quick slant and this guy intercepts it. Game over, Tom Brady uh, adds solidifies to the, 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 the dynastic run. And obviously, the it's meaning. It, yeah, because they had lost. They, they had not won in like 10 years. It yeah. elevates the Patriots and it ends a would-be dynasty in the Seahawks. There's so many of those recently in Super Bowls for, for the NFL. Yeah, Atlanta, like close, Patriots. Atlanta, the Atlanta right. finish. I mean, the one, if you really want to go global, over right. if you really want to go global, the, um, the Champions League final between Manchester United and Bayern Munich, which I think was probably 98 or 99, um, Manchester United was down 1-0 and scored two goals to win it in the in after the 90th minute of the game. In so extra time. In extra time, I think 91st and 94th minute, they scored two goals and won the game for the Champions League final and that year then had won the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the Champions League. And that, it's a big that, deal. Fi- that finish is... is I think thought of as one of the best soccer finishes. I'll say this. Relegate. But I know it's we, global. 
you know, we, I think if so you just talk, uh, ice hockey should be in there as well. Not global. It was the Olympics. What are you talking about? What's more global than the Olympics? You <laughs> and the Cold know? War. But ice Remember, hockey. it was the Cold War. <laughs> yeah. It was it was USSR versus the good old US of A. Yeah. I'll say this. I think for the United States, you could make a compelling case that the greatest sports moment in all of sporting history uh, would have been had Gordon Hayward hit that half-court shot. Wow. A half-court shot at the buzzer. Tiny little butler from Hinkle Fieldhouse knocks off the, the dragon that is Duke. You know, the blue blood of blue bloods over the last 30 years in college basketball. And the Butler Bulldogs on a half-court shot at the buzzer win the college basketball national championship. Well, if we're going to if we're going to what if and change a play, people often forget, but I think people are kind of more tuned in than they were even in the in the days right after the Giants beat the Patriots for the first time and ended the undefeated uh, season right after the Plexico touchdown. There's still a little bit of time left and Brady uncorks the longest pass he's ever thrown in his life. And Randy Moss reaches out for it at about mm-hmm. the Giants 15 yard line. And he's just behind a couple of Giants defenders. And Randy Moss just barely can't get to it. If, if, if that would have connected for a perfect season. Tom Brady hits Randy Moss on a and the all time Hail Mary. And Randy Moss does that to complete the undefeated season. I think that would be the biggest. But um, and then this predates us. But uh, I would assume Ali Frazier. There could not be anything bigger than that. Right. Those type of sure. I guess there are there are boxing moments from I said from Buster Douglas from our past. Right. I think that would be yeah. the biggest one there. Sugar Ray was humongous. Just the fact the that US Buster happened to Japan. Nobody cared. No one was paying yeah. attention. It was just it was a news item. Nobody watched it. It was you just you just heard the breaking news and you were like, wait, what? What, yeah. what happened? Uh, I think that's the pro- that's the only problem with the Buster Douglas. Um, Mayweather McGregor had a lot of buzz in terms of event watching. It wasn't the greatest yeah, spectacle, nah. but in terms of buzz and ever, being a global event. I'm not talking, yeah, but that, after the fact, the, right? Yeah, the 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 hype before what what rose to that and exceeded it. I guess the tiger thing. I don't know. I just feel we, I feel dead well, inside golf. that I'm not that I've, I've loved watching there. But I mean, you used to probably watch a lot of golf, you yeah. know, with your old man, like now, because tiger hasn't been as dominant. Maybe people aren't paying as close attention. They don't really care about who's, you know, is, Oh, is Justin Rose is the world number one. But what about Dustin Johnson who might be able to take it away from nobody cares, you know, people care about tiger. So I think had tiger, um, I think now, this could actually set up for like, let's say, you know, the next two majors are Beth Page Black and uh, for the for the PGA and the U.S. Open at Pebble. I mean, both places where he's won. What if Tiger goes into the Open Championship to complete the season long Grand Slam? I mean, if he wins at Beth Page, which probably won't happen, it's too long of a course. Um, I think for him to well, let's just say he does it. I mean, if, if that happens, now you're talking about perhaps, you know, one of the greatest moments in history. If he goes to the freaking Open Championship um, and ends up winning there, I think it's in Scotland this year, uh, if I remember right. So uh, that would be something. I hope we've been comprehensive, if nothing else. I feel like we've just been spitballing. I know. We are spitballing spaghetti. Give Scatterbrain. That, give that uh, half-hour conversation a grade. Was it uh, Was it too all over the uh, place? No. I'm going to tell you, I think our fans who love this group, they're going to eat this up. I really honestly believe that. What about the Bills rally against the Oilers? That'd be top 20, right? I would pretty think. great. I, do, I, wa- I remember watching that in real time and freaking out um, in disbelief. Um, that's a great one. 
I just want to make sure. I would that say, we, I mean, if we're way, there's not Olympics, like you left off, blah. If we're talking Olympics, Usain Bolt breaking yes. the hundred meter record again, like that's that same deal. I get your point on Ben Johnson because he was like when he's pointing planet, and he's coming across. That's, was like, that was unreal. Stopped running three strides yeah. short and is already celebrating winning and breaking the world record. That's one of those. I mean, it's not. I don't feel passionate about it, but it's definitely an indelible moment of like sporting brilliance. Mm. So. Bottom line, the biggest ever was um, Lemieux and company in Chicago Stadium, completing the sweep over the Hawks in 92. I was there for that one, too. No? Okay. Let's move along, then, and uh, tackle another subject here. Let's talk a little three here. Russell Wilson, and let's make it our Zaxville's Hot Take of the week presented by Zaxby's famous fingers, wings and salads. And like I started to say earlier, we'll be out in Nashville, Tennessee, and we're going to be doing a show early in the week from a Zaxby's. Do you know which one it is spaghetti to plant the seed early here? Yes. Uh, we actually do have the uh, location of it. It's a Tuesday. I believe it's a three um, o'clock show. It's 1902 Charlotte Avenue. Nashville, Prime Tennessee. eating hours, 3 p.m. Dave, would you call that a live studio? Audience? Yeah. Uh, and guess what? What? We're going to be joined by Rashawn <laughs> Evans of the Tennessee Titans. Say that again. Rashawn Evans. Okay. Rashawn Evans. <laughs> Are you excited to eat the Zaxby's? I had a I our friend Sully. Uh, I actually asked him about it this past weekend of what. Um, That's an expert. What if you, you, yeah, if he you knows. Ever, He's from Tennessee. I was yeah. like, what do you order there? And he gave me the whole rundown of the menus. Like the sandwiches are great. Salads are great. He's like, but the wings and the and the uh, the fingers <laughs> and all the different dipping sauces is like what you go for. So That's what Nate Bargadze, no yeah. need to accentuate his name because he has a Z in it, uh, told us as well. He yeah. said that. Uh, the fingers and the dippings. Yeah. That's what we're, we're going to be. And doing. that's easy eating if you're doing a show. Yeah. You know, right. finger food. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I hope I also I also like salad. I also want to work the uh, drive through window a little bit. I think it'll be neat for the locals <laughs> if idea. Rashawn Evans and I work the drive. Not as much Damashek, but Evans probably. Imagine you you place your order. I'll take some wings and a salad. And uh, and then it's Rashawn Evans who hands you off your food. Be pretty that'd be, cool. That'd be fun. I'd so. like to see you work the deep fryer. Yeah. I think that's where I'd like to put you. I'd like to put you right there. Right there. I want to see. You have to work his way up. (laughs) Here we go with our Zaxville's hot takes. Handsome and I kind of had this conversation or we started it last week, Money. I want to get your expert insight on this. A lot of the cynics out there, vapid cynics who populate the 21st century, as I say, lousy with vapid cynicism, and it uh, is part of the downfall of society, perhaps. But let's uh, reclaim it a little bit here. Russell Wilson is worthy of a big contract. Obviously, there's inflation year to year. Kirk Cousins informed what the Seahawks had to do, and now other teams with a uh, franchise QB are going to have to match or exceed what Russell Wilson has now gotten. Anywho, all this pushback, Russell Wilson, why would you give him that money? He's not, he's a second tier QB money. Let's go around here. Who would you rather have than Russell Wilson for the next five years? Next five years. Yeah. Well, you know what? Is that too long? Let's well, go. That's how long his contract years? is. Yeah, that's, that's his contract. That's contract five. five years. So that's, it makes sense. Yeah. So I think. Give me a QB for five years. Who would be better? I think I'll take, well, do I get coached too? Do I get to like take okay. that? Okay. Cause then I'll take Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid for okay. the next five yep. years. Interesting. That is, that is one. Mahomes is definitely top of that list. I am already starting. We'll see what happens with Tyree kill. Obviously that's a major factor. Um, and I, I, I w- would suspect that Andy Reid and company are looking at uh, Hollywood Brown too, as a replacement there, but uh, it's just outside the window for Rogers. 
Yeah, five years. Five. Is too if it were three, I'd go Rogers, but but five, I think, is probably just a little. You know what's funny? Talk about being a prisoner there. of the moment. People are. I'm not saying that. I necessarily. You know, I don't know if, if Deshaun Watson would have performed a little bit better in that wild card game at home against the Colts. But the Colts happen to have a really good defense, or they did last year, and probably is going to be even better this year. Deshaun Watson, that's your most recent memory. And so you think like, well, Deshaun Watson doesn't belong in the conversation. But if, but Deshaun Watson may be. Yeah. I just haven't seen enough. I think yeah. we've seen enough from Mahomes. I'd add Andy Luck. See, see, I mean, because I agree, I, I think where you're going yeah. is we haven't seen recent. Last year was good. Two years of nothing. I think that's I, I think um, he's the only would, other one. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone else you could go with uh, for the next five. I'm looking at it. I think Andy Luck is it's it. And it's whether or not you believe he'll hold up. How concerned are you about that shoulder? I, I will go. My choice remains the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Aaron Rodgers. Here it comes. No, Aaron Rodgers. You think Aaron Aaron Rodgers five years, year four and five is as good as Russell Wilson will be? I think Aaron Rodgers has done a pretty good job in the last week or two of managing playing four or five years from now. That's what everybody says about every QB. You can't envision a guy getting uh, past forty, but more and more, it's. I know, but I don't think he necessarily. I, I know, but Tom Brady said Tom Rogers. Brady eight, ten years ago was like, oh, I won't be playing. And then, you know, we saw a change when he saw the end of the when he saw the finish line um, closer than he expected. He's oh, no, 45 now. Aaron Rodgers will do that, too. But I don't know if Aaron Rodgers like Tom Brady lives, breathes for football. I don't think Aaron Rodgers necessarily is the same way. I don't okay. think they're built the same. I will say this about Aaron Rodgers. I it, we're overthinking it a little bit. Aaron Rodgers did a good job of managing the Mike McCarthy fallout. Do they dislike each other and all that kind of stuff? The bottom line is Aaron Rodgers didn't like whether or not they liked each other on a personal level and went to Zaxby's and had wings together. I don't know, but I do think that they uh, that he wasn't a fan of what Mike McCarthy wanted to do. Um, from an offensive philosophy standpoint, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be liberated this year. I bet you that team is dynamite, and I think the defense is going to be good too. A- anyway, beware the Packers. Yeah, I mean, he'll, it's actually because he just turned 35. So it'd be 35 through 39 um, yeah, but is, is he, what Rodgers. Is he going to four and five, years four and five? Be to me, that's just. Better than Russell I think, Wilson at I think 34 it's, and 35. I think that's less celebrating Aaron Rodgers and more of a shot at Russell Wilson right. to take Rodgers. Like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the guy that, you know, is going year 35 through 39 over someone who's just entering his prime, has proven he can play behind a makeshift O-line that is not good and still put up an MVP caliber season and guide a team that many picked was going to be worst in the league. I mean, there were those that thought they would have the number one overall pick. And because three's back there, you know, making everything okay when it all breaks down. Uh, I know, but my put, I, the only, so the age, age aside, but by the way, you don't know that Russell Wilson, the older he gets is going to still be as nimble, uh, getting outside the pocket and everything else. There's not, there's little evidence that a guy keeps doing a Fran Tarkenton is the only guy I can think I've of. I've never seen the guy still running around in circles. The thing about Russell is everybody. I've never seen him take a clean shot. That's not that's right. One. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it is it is remarkable. And it's not like he's running out of bounds on every run. No, he is. He just knows how to how to to deflect contact. It's remarkable. It's one of the more mystifying things that I love to point to. It's Floyd Mayweather-esque. 
Like there's and, never a clean shot. And Colin Kaepernick was another one. He never got right. lit up out there. Whereas Mike Vick, RG three got blown up continually. And that, uh, Mark Jackson this short, past year toward the end started oh, getting squared up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He's not if, spaghetti. They've left off no, one name. They've left off a big name here. Who would it be? Five years. You get to have this QB. I have uh, I have a list here. When we I've got, off? I've got one. I have more. one. I'll, I'll, add my, I'll add mine. I've got you one more. It's a, it's, you add yours. I'll add mine. I'll go. This just, I actually would have taken Mahomes or luck, but Baker Mayfield. That's the one I was waiting for there. I thought he'd been kissed into greatness already. Right. Wanna no, go, but but want to yeah. try this list? Well, exercise? Well, who does Hank have? Hank's got one I've more. I've got one more, but it, again, this is only if age doesn't matter. And this is, this. you're both going to laugh me off the stage for this one. But Trevor Lawrence, based on his his one season in college football last year, five years from now, would I rather have him or Russell? Well, no, Wilson? it was the yes. next five years. The next five years. So I get a backup quarterback okay, for the next two. Okay, no, you two. get, the, his yeah. clock starts. We'll, his pl- clock we'll mess starts with the, in yeah, 21. Yeah, we'll, we'll mess with the space-time continuum. You get the next five from Russell Wilson. Or you get Trevor Lisson when he lands in the NFL. Well, the thing is with that is, and that that's the other conversation, obviously, that uh, we've had ad nauseum over the last couple of months is that, you know, as the Ohio State kid, Dwayne Haskins moves out, and now the new kid that's in there that's apparently going to be better than Dwayne Haskins was, this is more evidence. We are here now, QB saturation. You needn't obsess about who's going to be our quarterback in three years. Ah, they're all in the pipeline. There's better young talent out there at the age of 15 or 18 or 20 right now populating high school and college football. It's a, the concern about how are we going to get somebody who's halfway decent to, to to go under center for our team. I don't think that's a concern that uh, it will be had um, five years from now, a decade from now. Everybody already just about has a decent yep. QB besides your team, your former team or your uh, well, pause team. team. Yeah, but they'll have two in next year. Right. Right. Or Trevor Lawrence. That's what I'm saying. From now. Right. But I would assume based on what they've done and with DC, that roster. And DC <laughs> has Case Keenum. And that's about like they're, they're going for two. Of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I mean, so, so everybody's going to have a halfway decent QB. Baker Mayfield, though, is an interesting one. Spaghetti. Which of these names, if they have a good year this year, will be in that Luck, Mahomes, Russell Wilson group? I'll Baker just Mayfield. Rattle them off. Darnold, Wentz, Kyler, Jimmy G, or Cam Newton, or any of those guys? Would you want in the in the next five years? I no no bigger supporter of the deeds of Cam Newton. I, I no always chance. say if he lasts one more year now, I think yeah. it's he's done nine years or maybe eight, whatever it is. If he just makes it to ten, if he makes the magic number of ten, he's definitely going to the Hall of Fame. And I love when people argue with me about that, but he is. A, I think he needs to. I think he, he needs is to guaranteed a, going to the Hall of Fame. No, I think he needs to. I mean, I love him as well, but I think he needs to have a season like he had whatever it is now his three MVP years ago. I mean he well he can't throw 38 interceptions in a season or anything but I, I'm saying if he basically toes the line that he's established in the first eight or nine years of his career he's he's going to the hall of fame he, it will be impossible to look back five years after he hangs it up and see his rushing numbers and his touchdown but, totals but it, and the team success under him and his the MVP more, the more and quarterbacks all that, that are like him the more that there's that not Russell Wilson's and and Deshaun Watson's come through and who are all putting up those type of numbers. His five years after he's retired, his numbers might not never been anything like any, the closest thing that, that hadn't the closest been. thing to Cam Newton would have been um, first two thirds of John Elway's career. I think that's the best Steve comp Young. you can make. But a Steve Young, no, Steve Young was too slight. He doesn't hold up with those guys. Elway's a big dude. 
He, but Cam Newton's but it doesn't, way, it's not way what they bigger. look like. I mean, you're talking about just the rushing. Just talking numbers, about the ability started. to. I'm talking about the ability to not so, shy so from. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, these are big fellas that had rocket arms and you know could uh, could burn you on third and eleven. You know, and break your heart as a defense. That's a tough one. I'm just thinking of the voting panel. That's yeah. that's kind of where I don't I don't I, I think you're right. I mean, someone who who played quarterback different than anybody else uh, changed the position and was, you know, to me, just you talk to defensive coordinators that had the game plan against him. And they're like, it's a nightmare. It's a complete nightmare to try to to figure out what we were going to do going into a game against that guy. And I think that's, you know, your Hall of Fame resume, right? Your credentials. I'm just thinking of the guy. And by the way, it's it. by, now that I've uh, those I, interception. I, numbers, I didn't the I, I didn't calculate totals. it, but that's exactly right. That's exactly the knocks you would put against John Elway is, well, you had to do he had to pull off all those fourth quarter rallies because he put his team behind the eight ball with lousy picks along the way and the gunslinging and all that. And uh, yeah. That's a okay. Right. But still winning more than he's losing, and he's still taking his team to the playoffs most years. And when he gets there, and, you know, he had the one magic. I mean, I, again, fifteen and one. But anyway, the conversation's not about Cam, and I wouldn't take him going forward because of the health concerns. I wouldn't roll right. the dice on that at this point. But um, but I uh, obviously I'm a big to me. I mean, Russell Wilson will be one of the three best quarterbacks in the league over the next five years. Yeah, I believe exactly. that every single year. Anyone... I, I think you would say, man. That that guy's in the MVP. I think he is in the MVP conversation every single year for the next five years. So who's the guy that gets the next contract that will knock him off the number one list? Because because Mahomes is probably two or three years three years away, away. From getting his. So oh, someone and the someone next, else. The big is gonna, name coming up is Golf, and that, the other one is Golf and Wentz. And I don't think I don't think, I don't that's think, I don't think Goff is getting it, and I don't think Wentz is probably getting it, barring because a, they're going to get you this year. I mean, it, it's different because Russell was a third round pick, but they're going to get the contract that Russell got. You know, that's why you know it's hard to fault the guy. Well, you should be taking less, you know, to to help the team. And it's like, no, he this is his first big one. Right. You know, the the last one he got was I don't know what it was like eighty million bucks. You know, like, a lot of money, but it was like thirty million guaranteed, eighty million. This is his first big contract. Um, so I think for Goff and Wentz, that, that'll be the timeline they're on. It's like, no, 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 this is the way this works. You get this one, and then you get the big one. So, so Cam's contract, we're talking Cam, is up in 21. So he he at some an Andrew Luck in twenty two. There you go. I think that might. So be one it. of those two, I guess, is going to get a a, a deal in the next 18 months that could it would probably be the Andrew Luck contract yeah. well I, you know by the way so, something else that occurs to me and by the way later in the week could. <laughs> later in the week we have hey. Lance Zerline coming in here draft guru one of many draft gurus uh, around these parts and he's going to I, this is a question we got to ask him but I'll ask it to you now unless everybody has misread the situation uh, or you know the vast majority of people um, who do who do it for a living in assessing QBs. When it was Peyton versus Ryan Leaf, there was some buzz for Leaf, but by the end of it, it was pretty clear cut. I think three out of four people would have said Peyton right over Ryan Leaf at least. Same thing with um, Jameis and Mariota. I feel like everybody settled on Jameis as the better, and that's I guess that's been kind of a wash. Andrew Luck. Um, versus RG3. Everybody settled on, on, uh, on luck, and that worked out. Everybody decided that uh, that uh, last year Baker Mayfield was the clear-cut guy. And then at the last minute, Baker snuck in there. Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, Everybody sorry. was Sam Darnold, Sam and Darnold. then Baker Sam snuck Darnold. in. 
everybody was saying and then and then Baker snuck in there and did, did the Browns do the right thing did they just blow this and it looks like they they were ingenious so far but isn't Baker Mayfield the X factor I'm Sam Darnold I keep calling Baker Mayfield <laughs> isn't Sam Darnold the X factor here isn't he if if in unless all the scouts were wrong and he isn't dynamite generationally good shouldn't the Jets be a scary team in in 2019 not, not with the head coach no Boy, you're still bitter. I'm not bitter. He 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 showed his he showed his true character. The guy is not the offensive genius that he set himself up up to be because he coached Peyton Manning. Um. All right. I don't I don't want to hold anybody up uh, any longer. Let's talk about a couple of things quickly here. First of all, the great success, the debut last week and and if you guys are up for it i would love for you to do another one on the second podcast this week i'm talking of course about eddie spaghetti and handsome hank's launch of thick cast the thick cast i think is it eddie i don't know yeah so the the thick thick. there's a v in front of it if they want to if they want to search for it yeah if you're good we can chop it right now if we want i mean we, we could can, we can, we're on the i mean you're, you're the expert you're the kingmaker well the thick cast the thick cast is as uh, just for now is uh is going to um be at the back end of ddfp right but i imagine in short order that it will we'll get picked up by one of the networks i would think so yeah, yeah. i would Maybe like to brief synopsis for those listening that are interested in it's all about uh, it's all about, about food how to about get what's good how to, to get heavy and how to, you know, how, how, to, to how to thicken up how to keep um how to keep thick it's a food podcast yeah well mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah loosely speaking yeah food lifestyle culture i'd like to give you guys a gift as a matter <laughs> of fact we've had a lot of fun with um you know ross tucker and jeff schwartz and sean o'hara and baldy doing the food block when we get sizable uh offensive linemen guys to weigh in on something they would yep. know about food you can you can take the food block if okay you, if you Thank want you. the food block you can have it bring i'm not those sure guys we in. need it honestly but no i don't but, think um, you need it yeah no. just but, trying to jazz we'll it up a it. little bit. you guys mixing in some like you know Doing supersets and hammer strength, and no, this is how I'm building no, no, the quads. No, no, This is all about. This is all about. He was, uh, Eddie was not in his head. Yeah, yes. I, I've been trying. I've been. I've been trying. Yeah. I, I went to the Dodgers game last night. Did not touch any adult beverages. No, no wieners. Like nothing like that. I. Just, but you just walked the stairs, right? You just walked from. Yeah. No escalator. Field level to yeah. top of the world. You're building a brand, spaghetti. What are you trying I'm, to do? I'm, of course, I'm, you got to eat the wieners. It's a there. balance. Right. I'm confused by this thick cast. It's very strange. Well, I encourage you to go back and listen to the debut last week, and uh, and perhaps we'll have episode number two. Speaking of uh, sitting in between episodes one and two, quickly, any thoughts that you need to share, what you think's going to happen going forward here? We began our Game of Thrones conversation. By the way, shout out to uh, Chris Long. Who, oh, my goodness. For his uh, – did, did you very happen funny. to – yeah, very Sports funny. Illustrated. Yeah, writing a the uh, best a thing weekly. that's been on on their platform, magazine or digital for 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 a decade or so. Uh, good for him, but uh, that's so. gonna upset a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, either way, handsome. Right. Any thoughts on uh, what we saw? You expect uh, some some blood and guts in episode two here? Yeah, sure. I mean, but they Game of Thrones has made a, I guess, at this point. 
um, you know, the first few seasons, things kind of were, you know, moved along at a relatively slow pace, but there was always like that one setup episode at the beginning of a season to tell you, here's where everyone is, set expectations. What we've now got to is this weird dichotomy of we're going to slowly tell you everything that's happening, but also people are able to move around the world or the pretend world at an incredible pace. I don't care for Euron um, leaving at the end in the finale of last season. He what gets world on the is ship. this, by the way, that they're moving around? Westeros. Right. So maybe it's a tiny globe. Tiny world. And it's like a Pangea. You know, oh, yeah, it's just it's a, it's a super continent yeah. on a tiny bulb. So maybe maybe in Earth perspective, yeah. that's they're moving around the world. I think of it as Europe. I think of it, I mean, that you know, obviously that's the way I'm conditioned to think, but I think of it as the Mediterranean, basically. Like, you know, the Mediterranean that's is, right. is is what splits these these countries. Our Will boss, Brinson uh, from CBS said exactly that. He said it wouldn't take eight weeks. How long uh, would it take you to go from... Uh, Naples to yeah. to Ireland and back. It was yeah. Eight weeks, you know that makes that makes sense. If that took you eight weeks, you got lost. As my boss told us when he insisted we talk about it on our radio show. Uh, Listen, guys, I know it's a period piece, and you guys don't want to deal with that. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's not a period piece. I know they don't have guns and <laughs> RPGs, but it's fantasy, boss. It's not it's not a period piece. Someone did refer to it as medieval. Yes, like, that, like, that's no, not what medieval not, means. No, <laughs> we'll talk about it. But uh, <laughs> what what period? Dark Ages, Bronze Age? What are we What are we going for here? But and I think a lot of people kind of. In their mind's eye, that's sort of what they're envisioning, right? right? Is, it could be the future. I, 60 Minutes, the, who, who said that? I don't remember which character. They said it's loosely based on uh, the War of the Roses. The, so I guess that does line up Set, a little sets bit. Sets up that. Who would be, it's a period piece. Who would be money? <laughs> let's go around. Who would devastate you to see die? Because people are going to start dying here. I'm surprised there was not a single death in I'll episode tell you, one. I'll tell you. Who, what what's going to be like, I'm not... Her or him, who's going to be the one? And there's a decent chance that anybody you say yeah, is going to fall gonna under the axe. Arya Stark. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, she's a, she's a, she's with oh, a little girl. Yeah. And she's going to die. And she's probably going to die. Hmm. Who's the eunuch? What if she turns the bad? Eunuch. You don't want the eunuch to die. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, the bald yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Varys. Varys. I like what, that dude. Wait a second, though. What if Arya turns bad? What if she turns turns zombie? into a White Walker? What if she turns zombie? Oh, and it's her and Jon Snow in the Bit final B. battle. Arya with a needle. Uh, why does spaghetti? Why do happen. you say no to that? You guys look at context clues. They're building Gendry's building her a new like, su- clues. A new super weapon. Oh, that's right. Hold on, let me get the Twitter here yeah. real quick. She has the. Uh, so what? So why couldn't that? Why? Why it does has, that? It's like a dragon she, glass harpoon. She's yeah, gonna go she's, after. She's, right. She's not. She's gonna, gonna be well armed. Yeah. She's not gonna. She's. 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 If she goes or, down, she's going down on the good side. Much like, uh, much like uh, Dinklage, Tyrion, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Dinklage. You think you're so clever. They're yeah. setting you up. Uh, they're just setting it's you possible. up spaghetti. That's what they're doing. They're like, oh, she's going to have this sweet weapon. Well, maybe she gets drunk and it fires and just shoots her right in the neck. <laughs> my, and now she's dead. My simple-minded uh, uh, hypothesis is, is that Tyrion can't win. He has to die because it's too similar to the Hobbit in Lord of the Rings. He's definitely not no. going to win, but he, but his his position is ne- he's not going to be the the guy that's sitting on the throne at the end. He's always going to be. He's always going to be the helper the to someone who yep. is. That's what he's done the whole Bingo. way through. There's no reason to Bingo. believe. Suddenly- Doesn't the mother of dragons have to die? Hold on. I think she will. Wait. Here we go. This is where I'm going to interject with a uh, Edward L. Murphy tweet because this is my favorite one. <clears throat> 
I need to know more about Cersei's pregnancy, Arya's super weapon, and when they do a full reveal that John will have to kill Danny. <laughs> that's that's where he's going. That's where, yeah, that's he's that. setting it up so for t- us. episode two. That's what I want. Eddie, can you explain why this has to happen? In as soon as episode two, there's no, no way no, no, no. Si- with a six episode season they're going to be killing off no, Danny. Four in to six, two. four to six is where you're going to have the John versus Danny. Kind so of- your theory then presumes that the White Walkers, who've been set up since episode one as like, this is the ultimate beast. They're going to be wiped out by episode three. I'd say... And then I'd it was be- all a diversion, and, and, and four through six is going to be about... Of, by the beginning of four, it'll be like the aftermath of the battle. I just can't called, believe the battle, that. The I can't believe Dawn, that's going to be called. the way it goes. Because they're going to show you the ultimate... The real story is like the Game of Thrones, like the throne and, and Cersei, and she has the Golden Company down in King's Landing, and, and then there's going to be a battle in the Trident where Rhaegar Targaryen died, the father I don't of, know what any of this means it's, now. It's, it's starting it's to talk about... It's significant. They're going to have a battle there. What is there. the Trident? I don't even know an where area. you are it's an anymore. Area. It's an area. Have a look at the map. That's where Robert's... Rebe- it's where and Gabe, where it's did where the Night King learn about how to p- hang body parts in that manner, too? When well, did he was he doing that, that in out? episode one. Was he? That, a, isn't that what they found on the ground it's, somewhere? It's a children of the forest thing. That's like their symbol. Oh. Who's the cre- children of the forest? The one who, they're the ones who created the Night King. He Why was, did they do that? I, I'm not sure of the answer I that. think it was an accident. Who's no. the Night King? The guy with the blue eyes? The yeah. zombie guy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. You can make money. fun money, but I don't know. But Handsome and I legitimately struggle with what's going on. I do, too. Relationship no, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I saw that wacky thing, that serial killer looking spiral, and he says, Children of the Forest. I'm like, Wait a minute. I thought it was the zombies Wait, now that it's, did that. Now it's the but movie it was. Seven? So they're intertwined they're... in a way, because like, the Children of the Forest were around where the first men were around. The first men, the guy who's the Night King is probably a Stark, an original Stark from way back. Here's and my, they created him. Here's my real prediction, because it's all about how Bran gets into the head of people. He must inhabit the Night King to be defeated. And so he will do that, but he can't leave the Night King. I don't know the properties of when he is in somebody's head, but if if the person whose head he's in dies, does he die? Uh, that's uh, people do think that he's connected to the Night King in some way because of the Stark. Blood. I think that, Snow has to kill the Bran. Night King while Bran's in his head, and he will make himself. He'll sacrifice himself like Kenobi on the original Death Star. He'll just lower. He'll just lower his blade. You know, you strike me down now, yeah, I should become more powerful. But you get the larger point. Right. The Can, Night King's gonna have a thing. Can I ask like, a more important question? Now, and then he'll die, and Jon <laughs> Snow will win, but he'll feel <laughs> sad that he killed his brother. Listen, well, enough of this. What point. might happen? I want to. I want to ask Eddie something that did happen. Uh. I know it's a period piece. How did Lannister become like a, a jet black haired kind of weirdo looking guy? Oh, uh, Jamie like, when like, he showed up. And yeah, he showed up and he looks at Bran and he's like, I know that kid. I shoved him out the window when I was yeah. having incestual relations <laughs> with my sister. And Bran yeah. looks at him and he's like, I know you, dude, even though you got that wacky black right. hair now. He was a blonde. I wonder. What if, are they uh, doing? Crushing up charcoal and well, like dyeing their is, hair? It my guess been a is he had to, didn't he have to like. You know, he had to escape from from Cersei's mm-hmm. lot because he 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 essentially is a traitor, and then make his way. He's wearing that hood over his head. He didn't want to be. But seen. he was a blonde. Yeah, but he's and ha- now he's, he's had- got black hair. Look at Dave Damashek. There's ways you can dye your hair. Dave I don't know is why Dave's you go. Well, I don't white. understand With that. What? I don't understand why you say that. Look at my hair. If I, clearly, I am vain enough that I that I uh, that I fill in my uh, flesh yarmulke on the back of my yeah, head. Yeah, that's just the back. What? There's two different. If things. I'm that vain, you, why wouldn't I? Die? If, if I, would I dye my hair and then lie 
lie to you about it? Look at me. I look at my look at my beard. That's what exactly what look someone who dyes their hair look would do. Look at this. Look at the, my temples. There's why, none why, there. There's gray there's there. There's no gray there. Yeah, a little bit of gray. All right. A little I, bit of salt I, I in that understand. pepper. Let's talk about vapid cynicism. The um, it's just weird. Why why you gonna have him dye his hair? Like that's it doesn't I, seem like well, anybody dyes the their hair. The other thing is too. Everybody dies. we've we've seen almost everybody exposed as at best amoral, except for Jon Snow, and that's a bad thing. Usually, that's what that was the what, the, the Messiah dies. Long established rule that if you are a person of honor, you cannot win by right. definition. Except that it does kind of come full circle if Ned dies and Arya. It's got to be either Arya or Jon Snow if it's one of Arya is not going to sit on the throne either. If it's there a Stark, about it's got to be one of those people two. that can win. It cannot be Mother of Dragons. It's not. It can be. She's too uh, powerful. Uh, She's the, a Jesus figure, and you cannot matter. have her. That'd be. There too are easy. only some people that are eligible. It's like talking about teams that could make the playoffs or teams that could win the Super Bowl. Can't there be the Kingslayer. It can't be the Kingslayer. It can't be because he's a bad guy. Because he sleeps with his sister and he pushed Bran out of a window. Doesn't matter. The Night King. The Night King is. The Night King is. The Night King is a possibility. The Night King's a possibility. The Night King is not a possibility. Yes, he is. He can win this. He could win this. What do you mean? What is unless unless the producer sat around and said, "You want to give a real dark message to society in the 21st century?" Well, and you think that that hasn't been their their mo? You keep giving in to your lesser angels. This is where we're going to wind up. Now, pay attention, world. Don't wind up like the Seven Kingdoms. That's the old. What if it's What if it's just Tarantino-esque and like? The dragons just go rogue, just burn everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything just burns, right. and they just kind of fly off. Like that eh, was pretty sweet. I could <laughs> see everyone food. dying, and the answer at the end is like, "Here's an empty throne. Who's going to win it?" You like it could be just the guy who finds it. Spaghetti. Your theory is is that the whole thing gets burned. King's Landing is going to get burned down by the wildfire underneath the city. That's 100 percent going to happen. I think that's kind of right. I think you're halfway home, handsome. The Night King will chaos will rule chaos. Isn't that but a it's a line new world. Chaos it's a, a new world chaos kind of optimistic chaos. I don't know what that means. Look at all the trouble that this has caused. Let's wash it all away and start fresh I, together. I don't think that's that how it'll be. Night King is not making it that yeah. far south. He's gonna he's gonna die in the battle of the dawn. I, I just if the Night King the dies that early, I'll be so disappointed. Episode three, at the end of episode three. I mean, it's an hour. It's an eighty minute episode. Jamie, how do you know this? I know everything. Jamie's gonna <laughs> kill him. He's our brand. Jamie's gonna kill the Night King. He's the Kingslayer. He only got one hand. It's just, it's coming full circle. Kingslayer. He stabbed the original, the first the Mad King in the back. I was gonna kill the Night King. And he's got a dragon that shoots lasers think, out of its eyes. I think oh, I think Jamie's gonna die. But I think looks he's, like Mothra he's the one's up gonna there. do it. And then Arya's gonna have to take his face, and then she's gonna have to ultimately kill Cersei. Take whose yeah, face? Yeah, that's good, Jamie. I want Arya to kill Cersei. That is the one that we need to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, she think... ain't gonna blow up with the wildfire. She's gonna like get her heart yeah, cut she out. Ne- that's she true. needs to have. That's true. She needs to die. Like in that a baby will get carved way. out of her stomach that was just planted oh, and like honey. thrown at her or something. <laughs> honey. Or maybe the what? mean. What? Maybe, it's maybe... Game of Thrones, man. That's the way <laughs> that's these things fine. work. Maybe the mean dragon will kill her. Matricide. I would just like kill her. Whatever. Yeah. Or, Matricide, and then the other two dragons who we know are on Team Danny will kill her. Oh, yeah. We'll kill the dragon for being mean. You know, maybe. that could happen. You killed too. our mom. Or maybe know? what's his name, Greyjoy. Um, you know, uh, wacky Greyjoy. Greyjoy. Wacky Greyjoy. Who? The, 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 the man. No, the Euron. man. The man. You're on. Oh. Um. It, you know who's been who's been. Uh, That'd be entertaining. He'd be an entertaining king. I kind of like that guy. Euron. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, he's I, unpredictable. Yeah, he's entertaining. Yeah, and <laughs> right? Theon is and Theon is his brother. Correct, and there's a Nephew. third. There's a third brother. Nephew. Too. There's a third brother too. Uh, cousin. Uh, Victarion, who's not in the show. <laughs> Son, brother, or nephew? Cousin. No, no they're all. Bro- they're all. Uh, what in hell's gonna happen brothers. with all this? I, I, no, they're I, not brothers. Yeah, and Balon's their Euron father. Euron, Victarion, and Theon are a brother. They're all brothers. What? Like, but he no, was banished. No, no. Oh yeah, he was raised by the Starks. I thought he was his Theon uncle. was Theon was raised but by the Starks. Wait, but I thought Euron the girl was, was his sister. Yeah, Yara. Huh? She's his sister. I thought she was, she's Theon's sister. Is she Correct. Euron's sister as well? Correct. Yeah. They, I think you may need to check. They talked about the last the episode. He, Eddie. They talked when they were sitting down when she was tied up. Is it okay if I grade this portion of the Damashek podcast like instead it. of Eddie? <laughs> I give it a D. <laughs> <laughs> what? One more though. D for damn confusing. One more. Uh, One more. Yep. The Hound, the Mountain. Here's another prediction. That's happening. Neither of them are going to be the the um, king. Okay, I agree with that. I think that uh, I think that the the Mountain. We're so eager to see the Hound kill his brother, but we're not going to get to see that. It's going to be the Mountain killing the Hound. But Arya will kill the Mountain. No, you know who's going to kill him? I just told you. The big lady, Brienne. I can see the that. big lady. I think her full arc is that she she's got to go somewhere. She'll, she'll become the queen's guard yeah. after it's over. After when it's Sansa's over. on the throne or whatever's left, <gasps> she'll be the. Sansa Look at him just slip win. that one in there. Yeah. I got what I don't think. And by the way, back to where we started this whole mess. I do think that some percentage of these people are going to become dead people. They're going to come become mean and get the blue eyes and go. So. Mm. It's got to be. Some, maybe like Tormund maybe, or Beric, yeah. maybe. Is Somebody's most, gonna, but I don't know. It's not going to be that big of a deal. If I knew who those were, I would say, the oh, Tormund is the red, red guy. Head, yeah. And <laughs> Beric? Beric is the flaming sword. I really hope Tormund gets his I like that dude. Awesome. I like him very much. I too. like that dude. That flaming sword thing's That's cool. That's cool. cool. And an eye patch, no less. Yeah. yeah. And he's got he's got, a got voice. Uh, the, he should yeah. just, he should he's got a voice on Matt Money Smith's right? level. He's got some voice. I, I like that, dude. I just like for him to come in here. And I, you do a great job as our brand spaghetti. But I just wish you could sound like that guy when you do it. I see that Brienne of Toth will. I, that, would, that would make it sing a little bit. Now, he can die and just come right back to life as the deal. Or this what's is his last time? Oh, he's like yeah. a cat because he, he, he doesn't have his magician. He brought back uh, sorry, Thor, Thoris of Mir. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if he dies, his next, magician's what dead. The hell he revived. Um, this show would be great if I John Snow be even better. He, if I understood. He, he, it. he said that if he does it again, he's like totally done. He's, he's done it like a hundred times. Already. He's like a cat. Yeah, I'm number nine. All right, all right. I still like him, and I hate cats. Me too. But I like that guy. I hate cats golf eye. as well. Golf? golf? Yeah. A lot Sorry. of people You don't do. like golf either. I really don't. It's interesting because you, you like, like cricket. anything And that English too is a slow sport. Yeah, cricket and the, and you like, the only things you like from your homeland, cricket, crumpets, chocolates, and crisps. And crisps. It all begins with C. Oh. What are crisps? Chips. Potato chips. I like crisps too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen. I think we've covered it all. Oh, yeah, what we didn't get to is uh, Spaghetti on his uh, famous outline rundowns here did list uh, right near the top there. NFL schedule release on Wednesday. Does it matter? <laughs> I just think people would just do predictions too early, and ultimately, like, we don't know until— Logistically, it does for me. I would like to know where I'm going when. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Don't travel. Yeah, that makes sense. I can tell you one of them. You can? Do you know? You know the week? Do you know the schedule already? You know, the week we're going to Mexico yeah, City, head of international. When am I going? You know, that doesn't oh, because of... What will I celebrate? Oh, to Mexico City, right. Mm-hmm. Money Could I be fortunate Mexico enough City. to celebrate Thanksgiving evening in Mexico City with the Kansas City Chiefs? That would be something. Ooh la. 
and lot. Oh, he's looking at it right now. We're finding it out. How about that? How about that? Did not see that coming. That is that's exciting. That is very exciting. Let me see. I'm not going to read it. Very well, excited about that. Why hide it from me? Why can't I see Dave, what it is? You're a blabbermouth. <laughs> I am not. When I'm told it doesn't go. Dave, it's always it. been a blabbermouth. When- <laughs> <laughs> That's your mom. I knew Again. it was. I recognize David, you're a blabbermouth. Oh, Henry, don't be so petty. Let your mate. He's got so little else. Do you know enough about that city where you can uh, yes. take us out? We'll go get some good stuff For sure. there. For sure. Okay, good. All right. I hear great things about Mexico City. I do, too. Uh, great job by Bran, a.k.a. Spaghetti, will be on the lookout for uh, the thick cast. Matt Money Someone Smith. should wheel him out of here. Remember to get him out of the podcast studio, otherwise he'll be stuck here forever. We, he's like, yeah, instead of the courtyard, Spaghetti never leaves this spot. He just sits there, <laughs> just sitting there for the next staring. eight weeks at least, just making a, creeping us all out, staring at us, judging. Um, Matt Money Smith, of course, uh, check him out, uh, the greatest radio show in the land. iHeartRadio is uh, the home for Thank you. Uh, Petros and Money and uh, Handsome Hank. We'll look forward to your schedule. I'll look forward to it with the rest of the world. Apparently only Money gets to see the, the Mex- Ciudad de Mexico. All right. We'll be back with Lance Erline and I believe Aqib Tlaib later in the week. Ooh. So be on the lookout for that as well as the Thick Cast will be a part of our second uh, podcast. In the meantime, thanks to Zaxby's. Go over there. We'll see you there next week, Nashville, Tennessee. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.